This week in PlayStation, we're talking about your burning Spider-Man 2 questions because we've reviewed it, we've platinumed it, and we can't wait to say more. Let's get into it. This is PSI Love You XOXO. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. That's Blessing. That's Janet. I'm Greg. And you can get PSI Love You XOXO on patreon.com slash kind of funny. There you can watch us record it live, get it ad free and get dozens of monthly episodes of exclusive content. If you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal. Support us on the Epic Game Store, Fortnite, Rocket League or Fall Guys with the creator code kind of funny. You can get PSI Love You XOXO for free with ads and without all the exclusive content on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe thank you to our patreon producers jedi master deadpool delaney twining today we're brought to you by better help and immersion fragrances fragrances immersion fragrances because the fragrances are immersive i'm immersed i'm immersed <laughs> right now these, these uh, smells they got I, me in there i haven't had a chance to listen to the actual ad uh, itself because tim records them or whatever but i know that it, this stems from a kind of funny best friend hitting me up and being like hey I'm doing this candle business. We'd love to be sponsors. And I passed them over to Tim and it happened. Mm -hmm. And like, I'll tell you when we walked in here this morning and the studio smelled like trash, I was like, damn, mm -hmm. we need one of these candles. Messed up. <laughs> we need a candle. Do we, we have bring samples? Up the Can we put a candle in I think here? we're going to get samples at some point. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, but let's start with a PSN message from you. Janet Garcia. Hello. W welcome home. How are you? I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. This is like my one thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm all this right. Team, that's exactly. <laughs> that is like so accurate. Like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, it's been, um, I've had to be out for a while um, for various things, you know, and then life's life keeps sure. on trucking along, but life's life. I'm excited to be back here. Um, at least for this. After this, I'm going to take out the rest of the, my prescription medication that I just got and I'm going to just be out. But um, <laughs> it's been a long road here and I'm really glad to be able to make time to hop on and talk about Spider-Man 2 because it's like, I, I guess you'd say it's PlayStation's biggest release this year. I don't think that's that's Am I missing something obvious? I think I mean, that's PlayStation VR 2's punching the wall that's over true. there. <laughs> but Horizon yeah, as, you're, accurate, as, you're accurate. You're as wrong. is the case, you know? Yeah, the world yeah. keeps turning. But um, yeah, so, you know, definitely had to hop on um, and was luckily able to somehow carve in time because it's funny. Like, I got this and I was like, I'm going to dig in. And I have dug in and we're going to dig into me having dug in. But I will say, I didn't get to dig in as much as I wanted to because I had to do a lot of things that I was not planning on having to do. So, um, yeah, real life yeah. stepped in and got in your way. And that's understandable understandable that yeah. happens to all of us uh and that's I mean, psn message i have here we're going to get to it if you didn't know ladies and gentlemen this is your spider-man 2 faq frequently asked questions uh we are recording this on monday the 16th reviews have been live for a few hours now including our own on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or the kind of funny games cast podcast feed where we gave spider-man 2 a five out of five the idea with these faqs of course is that you go and read all those reviews then you go to kind of funny.com slash p-s-i-l-y send in your questions and we get to answer them of course this is spoiler free don't worry we're not going to ruin beat of the game it's more broad questions and thought starters and yada yada but the thought starter i want to start with janet is that you have been gone from the show from so long so many people have missed you i've I, there's been many a question in the, the comments about where you are i'm glad to have you back i have not caught up with you at all 
Mm-hmm. Where are you with Spider-Man 2? What would you give it on the kind of honey scale? Have you platinumed it, et cetera, et cetera? Oh, man. I feel like I've never, like, scored something that I haven't beaten. So I haven't beaten it yet. So I oh. feel like I don't want to give it a score yet. I probably that's, would that's give it totally a 5 fair. out of 5, if I'll be honest, because it's it's really good. Like, it it is really a step up. Um, I'm really enjoying my time. I am doing a completionist run of the game. I do think there's a world where I could have just, like, use the same hours and just be like oh, sure. it's not how i want to play are you comfortable saying how many hours you in uh, you are in right <sighs> i didn't keep Ish. my own count and the playstation's okay. so bad i keep the playstation says i'm 10 hours in i feel like it has to be more but i'm at 49 percent completion out okay. of like 100 percent completionist run you know i'm like what i'm aiming for so when you say completionist run does that mean yeah. for you that as soon as they introduce a new collectible you go burrow by burrow section yeah. by section get it all okay mm-hmm. yes pretty much like i'm knocking out things as they appear on the map like i've been pursuing maxing out everything and then I'm, I'm kind of starting to hide the trophy list now that i'm far enough into the game that i feel comfortable like looking at all the trophies kind of thing which we know we talked about two or three weeks ago when blessing brought up like do you look at the trophies before yeah. you know, we had to dove into that question so i'm pretty far into it and i'm i'm excited to continue becoming just extremely powerful because i also <laughs> have never played a spider-man game quite in this way because i didn't platinum either of the other two oh, wow. and i'm pursuing the platinum on this one so i'm like oh my god we're really gonna finally like get to enjoy all of the different um just buffs and things and abilities so i'm i've been having fun just like i, I feel like a god in this game like my aerial combat game is fucking stupid like i'm out here <laughs> people are in the air and they don't come back down i'm wombo comboing everybody um and it's been really good i'm really pleased it while in a way it's hard to imagine the game being better than it has been like what could they have improved on you know a few things do come to mind a little bit which i'm sure we'll get into like we, there's a lot of molecule selection in this game <laughs> a little bit um but yeah i'm having a fantastic time with it i'm really enjoying it a lot you can just skip the molecule selection i know but like what do you mean what do you mean you can just skip it blessing like, miss you're talking about the puzzles right where like the yeah. things you, mm-hmm. you can hit pause and say skip puzzle and it'll do it for you and give you the thing oh. I didn't notice that. Yeah. yeah. Blessing did the same thing. Or in the review, yeah. he mentioned this. And I was like, well, like, when I got tired of him, I just started skipping him. And he's like, what? Yeah. I will still I say I that, that. <laughs> still, I, I still hold the slight because being able to skip the part that like, isn't good. Like the fact that I want to skip it or that I'm like, oh, cool. Like now maybe I'll do that. It's just like, you know, it's still there. there. Like, yeah. It's like, hard to do. If I have the option to skip everything in the game and I skip it, that doesn't fix the problem. Yeah. So exa- I'm just skipping exactly. through combat but, sections. I'm like, yeah. But we're getting into like really the 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 sub weeds of sub content you know there's so much fun to be had like the, i'm i'm having a blast with this exactly i think uh, you know it's very much a smorgasbord of content and so i think I mean, that's... probably insomniac's best game other than me maybe the old ratchets if no I went it's back better and played than that. that this is their like, best game I, i'm just saying like i haven't played those in a long time but then i think that's also hard to like go back and replay those and then evaluate them with the lens of like the time that they came out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a lot of eye of beholder stuff in there. I, yeah. I agree with you. And like, of course what gamers tastes are, if you don't care about Spider-Man or being a superhero, I, I, there's something to that, but I think this is their best game personally. And I think again, that does speak to at least me and where we are with video games, meeting accessibility in both accessibility being like something like the PlayStation controller, right? That they, uh, we saw Steve Saylor and a whole bunch of people review recently, uh, or just the fact of like, cool, we're going to give you a whole bunch of different stuff to do. And if you really don't like some of it, you don't have to do it. You know what I mean? Like, or you can get around it and it won't be a brick wall to you playing the game or getting the platinum or advancing the story, right? Where if you really hate the puzzles, you can skip them, right? I go back to something I talked about in the review that there are these like 
challenge rooms for fighting and whatever. Like those have always been a turn off to me. And when I, you know, one starred one of them, I turned to Roger and I was like, to get the all the tokens I need to unlock every suit, mm -hmm. am I gonna have to three star every one of these? And he wasn't sure. And it turns out, no, I didn't. Like there's ample tokens to get. So even if I didn't want to do it that way, I could get it somewhere else. Something like that. Blessing. Greg. We have lots of questions, like I said, but I do want a PSN message from you. Of course, you can write in to be part of the show. Uh, Kindofunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. Uh, the five-star man wrote in for this episode and says, what's good? P.S. I love you, XOXO crew. Maybe an off-topic question, but in the game's cast review, it sounded like Tim is even more excited for Insomniac's Wolverine than he was before. And I was curious if playing Spider-Man 2 has affected the rest of Kindofunny's crew and their excitement for Wolverine. Blessing. Ooh. I, I think it's gotten me more excited for Wolverine. I think in a way that you might not expect, right? Like for me, I think, again, play, after, after finishing Spider-Man 2, I still have the same feeling I've always had for Insomniac, which is like, you know, they're an excellent developer that I think makes a really good type of game that has really good traversal and has really good feel, right? And I'm looking forward to playing a Wolverine game that has really good traversal and really good feel, you know, along yeah. with like good superhero storytelling and all that stuff. I think for me, though, coming out of Spider-Man 2, I'm excited to see them tackle something that they haven't tackled in, in a long time in terms of like just something different, yeah. you know, like Insomniac, I think has kind of come down as being the Spider-Man slash Ratchet studio. And we've seen that mainly from them in the last five years. I'm so excited for them to now step out of that and make something that's going to be rated M, make something that's going to be probably, pr probably rated M. Yeah. I would hope it rated M. That's the rumor, right? I think that was the Jeff Grubb rumor that still hasn't been substantiated yet. Yeah. So I would like to see, see them make something that, that is that I'd like to see them make something that, you know, might be a bit more gritty than a Ratchet or a Spider-Man, right? Might be a bit more Canadian. It better be more gritty. Uh, uh, God damn it, gritty than a Ratchet. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited what they do, to see what they do with something that also maybe could be fully melee combat. You know, yeah. like you know, Ratchet especially is all about the weapons and gadgets and throwing out all this stuff. And Spider-Man, as we've gotten forward with it, has become now about yeah, activating all the different abilities, especially in Spider-Man Two, where it is this balance of cooldowns. And I am throwing out all my web gadgets. I'm throwing out all my abilities. You know, I think Wolverine, you had to get more into, you know, being a bit more grounded and being a bit more, all right, these, the abilities you have as Wolverine are going to enhance his melee combat. And I think for me, that strikes me as a bit um, fresh compared to what they've been doing for the last five years. And so I, I get more excited about it, I think, just because we've seen what they do, they've done with Spider-Man. Now sure. let's see what you do with something else. Yeah, I'm in a similar boat where, yes, this has affected my excitement for Wolverine. I am very excited for Wolverine. And I think... That isn't obviously crazy or a weird statement to say. I think it's the fact that for most of the games we anticipate, right, you're excited. I'm, I'm excited that maybe there's a KOTOR remake coming, but I don't sit there and dream of it, right? I don't sit there and think of it because when I'll wait and see it, there'll be something else. We're years away, et cetera. I feel the same thing of Spider-Man 2's arrival, playing through that game, being in love with it, just having a great time with it and thinking it's fantastic, right? makes me then go, I can't wait for the next thing. And then it is the excitement of it being a new thing. And again, what I've talked about on a few different shows, right? Like it being grittier, it being different. Like I was saying, I was listening to that Wolverine audio drama podcast while I was reviewing Spider-Man. So to think of a Wolverine game, I think being more linear and smaller environments. And then I think you start immediately. Well, what will it mechanically feel like? You know, and there was a conversation right there from the five-star man who's live in the chat right now saying, I'm so excited to see it. Do we get a motorcycle? Like, how, what is this going to be? I, I I imagine very detailed, open environments, but not open world, right? Where we're in somewhere, we're doing something where I keep, I mean, I, it's because of the podcast, but thinking of like an Alaskan fishing village that we're in and we're interacting that way and like other sets, pieces like that and how you all go from there. Janet, what about you? 
I feel like I'm about at the same. I mean, I do think this Spider-Man 2 speaks to the ways that I think um, the studio has taken their learnings from previous games and really built on it. But I do think that building happened within this franchise specifically, which is now on its like third game. So the idea of this odd mix of, in a sense, you're starting from scratch because it's a new franchise, but also you do still have like the general developmental and movement learnings that you just inherently gain as you continue to like create more and more video games. I, I don't think I'm necessarily more excited for Wolverine. I feel like this definitely felt like, okay, they have the sauce, but I think there's still, I don't know. It just feels like it's a, it's a lot at this point. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, I'm kind of just like, I'm so into Spider-Man two, I think too. Yeah. It's like, oh man, is Wolverine like, how close is this as well? And is there space to breathe there? I think there is always still, the output is so high. And I know it's kind of weird because we go back and forth on like, oh, sometimes we say like, we wish there were more, like we had that conversation a few weeks ago too, where it's like, if there could be more output that's like continuous to allow things like every year to have like more hits and how that isn't necessarily always the case because of like how the development cycles are and like the scope of the games. Um, I guess I'm curious to see to what degree is this going to follow the same formula? And I guess I'm lightly lightly concerned that it's going to feel like too much of the same formula mm-hmm. so i'm just hoping mm-hmm. they deviate um even like the combat and traversal stuff aside i'm like so what's is it going to be like is wolverine at a bar and he's like mixing a drink like i don't know like i just wonder how <laughs> that's like that game's version of the science missions and the science <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, is you mixing gonna, a drink I, is wolverine <laughs> yeah so not so i'm looking forward to not just the the edge the potential edge but also like what that edge might open up for the kind of story and gameplay that you tell because I think with Spider-Man, you know, we can and have predicted how's this going to feel? What kind of things can you expect to get up to? And for the most part, while I did have some moments of surprise while playing Spider-Man 2 and and definitely delight, um, it didn't, nothing felt out of the franchise, you know, in a sense. And I want to, I'm curious to see what's going to make Wolverine feel really distinctive as like, not just like, oh, another of this, more of the same. Like, I really want to feel different and I I can't really envision that currently, but that's also why I'm not on the fucking team developing it. I'm sure they have things in mind. So I'm more curious than I think. See, that's not a concern for me because I think of source material stuff, right? Where Peter Parker is Parker luck. It always goes wrong for him, but he's still got the sunny disposition. He's still the little guy fighting his way up. He still gets the breaks, you know, and has, you know, MJ or supporting cast like uh, Miles or something like that going on. Whereas I think when you talk about Wolverine and the X-Men in general, right? Their stories are generally so much darker. Because it is that they're, you know, they're, they're outcasts, they're this, let alone Logan himself, right? Always being on the run. And really, like, when you talk about and think about the healing factor and what he's seen and his memory getting wiped and his friends being killed, and like, it's, it's a fucking horror show to be Wolverine, yeah. right? And so I feel like that alone is going to make the game feel far different than what I think of Spider-Man, which is poppy color. We're swinging through the, it's bright, sunny, sunshiny New York day or a beautiful snow falling thing, right? Like it's a big deal in any Spider-Man game when you turn that corner between act two and three and it gets really dark and it is all this and you're fighting it dark and it's raining and you're screaming at Doc Ock on the side of a building, right? Yeah. That's what I, that, and I think for me, that's what I hope to see with Insomniac, right? Like I, I want, I want it to be a challenge for them, right? Like I want them to like be able to veer way out of what is Spider-Man, right? But also what is Insomnia? Because even as I play Spider-Man 2, there's so much of it where I'm like, okay, yeah, like this feels Rift Apart a bit. You know, I can see yes. all like the ratchet <laughs> influence in it, right? And like- yeah. I wrote that while, in my notes as well. While playing Rift Apart, right? There are moments where I'm like, yeah, I can see Spider-Man in this. You know, I think, yeah, there was a clip I saw from Sunset Overdrive a few weeks ago where I was like, oh, is this Spider-Man? Oh no, this is <laughs> Sunset Overdrive. And like, I think Insomniac has gotten into this 
template and formula that you know when i you you show me an insomniac game and i know it's an insomniac game i think because of what wolverine is inherently you talk about the healing factor you talk about who wolverine is a character one i think that means it has to be rated m because like yeah. i don't know how you do the the healing factor stuff as authentically as you can without it being rated m right like you know True. let me let me see like the fucking like let me see you regenerate your entire arm like let me see that type yeah, of shit 100 you know and I, I want the rated m version of that uh but then also yeah like just based on what your template is as a as a as a developer i think you got to break that for wolverine i think you got to venture outside of that like Agreed. it could still be um you know fast frenetic combat you know i think that could still be a, a, a temple of it but i think beyond that you gotta yeah. yeah figure things out in terms of how you present it how it feels how you know upbeat it feels in terms of even like how textures are and, and, the, and the the character models and stuff you know I, I wanted to be a bit more um i guess dark and gritty and feel a bit more grounded which i'm excited to see them try and tackle that 100 percent. why don't we tackle topic of the show ladies and gentlemen like i said this is your spider-man 2 faq we will not go into spoilers we will answer a bunch of questions you have written in for if you're watching live on patreon.com slash kind of funny feel free to talk in there and i'll pull from there as well i don't usually do housekeeping but it's spider-man 2 it's a big thing so of course spider-man 2 reviews up on gamescast i assume you've already watched or listened to it thank you very much for your support Thursday, there will be a gigantic Spider-Man 2 stream here at Kind of Funny. Uh, we'll be starting the game from scratch, so make sure you tune in to see that. Also on Thursday, a ton of social content going up, TikToks, breakouts, and that will then start a waterfall of breakouts and TikToks that you'll see from us. So please be following Kind of Funny Games on TikTok. Of course, you can get on YouTube Shorts as well, and we'll share on our own personal socials there. Um, on top of that, we have a spoiler cast with Insomniac Games coming up. You can write in at kindoffunny.com slash KF Gamescast with your questions when that comes around and then also on thursday which i skipped i forgot we're putting up our first hour of uh, spider-man like we did with starfield where we all went into the bays recorded ourselves playing the first time we ever played spider-man 2 so a lot of fun reactions there and content we're excited for you to see so please go be a part of it however for right now let's look through the questions and start somewhere i like this one we'll start with michael d'angelo who writes in to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-O-Y. Just like you can, it says, do either Miles or Peter feel like they play better than the other? One big thing with Miles Morales was that it was a bit hard going back to Peter without Miles' parties. Uh, does something similar happen with Peter and his Venom powers? Does this game feel as grand as the first? The Sinister Six showing up was a great escalation. Does this game offer a similar level of escalation? Ooh. To the last part of the question, I'll say yes without saying much more. To the escalation? To the escalation. I would agree. Yeah. 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 And I think that's a fair thing to say. To the first part, I think I do like how Peter plays a bit more than Ooh. Miles. Even though I like Miles as a character in this game more than Peter. Mm -hmm. I think the story and narrative stuff with Miles, for me, hit me a bit stronger than the stuff with Peter. Um, and for me, it was even a bit more coherent than some of the stuff that goes down with Peter. Like I mentioned in the review that like the Venom stuff didn't all hit with me um, for like the storyline, but I really like a, a lot of the stuff they did with uh, Miles there. In terms of gameplay, I think the Venom stuff gives the most fresh feeling like feel in terms and when of you're talking about venom you're talking about symbiote, symbiote. I, know, I know the yeah, question yeah, 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 yeah. the question phrased it as venom i just want to make sure we're all on the same page good call yeah like the symbiote abilities uh as peter that like you've seen in the previews and like the trailers and stuff right like i like how that stuff feels it does give more of a like 
heavy weighty feel to like when you bust out the move where you have the tendrils pick up the enemies and slam them sure, on the ground yeah, being way rougher yeah. yeah like that feels so unlike the spider-man that we've had in the past and i really liked how that stuff felt Jana, how are you feeling right now i would say i pretty much agree with what blessing had to say but i will add that i kind of in so that feels better in the sense that it is novel but i will say like for certain things i liked playing as miles more i also so far have like enjoyed like miles's story more than peter's as well like it's like okay i guess i have to be peter <laughs> like oh, it's time to be peter now but i'm like whatever um but for like all the i like being miles because of his invisibility um sure like for the stealth stuff like and i like playing that way a lot um especially for like if i'm taking out like doing side stuff and i'm taking out like a base i like if i have the option i'll like i meet which for the side stuff you do for the most part unless it's like a side narrative piece where it's like this is specific to this character yeah i end up going to miles so i guess in a sense i like playing more as miles in that regard but i i do agree that like the freshness is m more present like present with peter so i think it kind of depends on what the task is but that's also kind of the beauty of the game where for me that miles preference like shines in those specific instances and i'm able to do that but like for the game structure there are plenty of times where i also like i'm forced to play as peter for like story reasons and it's like sure. okay i can have my fun with peter stuff there and i can enjoy the perks of miles as i need and i think that's what helps the split feel so good but like i kind of really leaned into both of them like as much as possible just because they sort of funnel you both directions anyway like when i did my skill tree stuff too i like mostly focused on like their shared abilities yeah, for that reason yeah, that's where it's I like started too. okay like exactly i can kind of get the best of both worlds in that sense but yeah so miles is probably more boring but i did enjoy being i'm like I, i'd like to i like to hide I like to not have to like, like, I don't like to pick people off. So that's why I kind of prefer miles in that sense. Before I answer the question, blessing slacked me. Good point. We do have to say game provided by PlayStation on this, by the way, PlayStation, of course, sent us copies for review. Uh, just so we're in the clear from the FTC. Um, I'm, it's a great question, Michael. And I talked a bit about it in the review from my side. I was shocked that I didn't feel like I had a preference really. I, I, I thought for sure that I would end up wanting to stick with one of them. And I found myself, Switching back, I thought both power sets were great and complimentary of it. I would say, if anything, I, if I, so as we've seen in the trailers, you have the Peter Parker who starts the game with the spider arms, right? You have the, yeah. the, the, uh, the armored spider arms that are popping off yeah. of you, right? And you use those as your set abilities because, of course, you have the, you know, your gadgets on your right. Um, you know face buttons or whatever you hold on the shoulder button to use the face buttons with that and then you hold down left to use your actually abilities right and so when you start you're getting abilities with the armored uh, spider legs or whatever of course eventually you get the symbiote and you start using the symbiote abilities we've seen there if i had to make a pick between the three of them i would put spider arms below uh, both miles and peter symbiote yeah peter symbiote i really dug miles though electricity stuff i really dug and something else i talked about right like when you're playing this game and you have the powers, you're also unlocking different things to slot in there. So it's not just those four. You have other things to put in there, which then gives you a little bit of ownership over like Miles using his evolved Venom powers, right? Rather than just his normal stuff. And I was really impressed as I went through that and what Miles' electricity stuff was doing versus what Peter's symbiote was doing. Or eventually for trophies, I had to fall in love with the arms and I was using those. But I, I did not have a, all right, I'm out of miles or peter's mission i can't wait to get back to the other person it would be i would play for a while and then be like you know what well, i yeah. should switch like it up. sometimes i forget honestly yeah you know like i feel like they, they do a good good enough job of making them feel like you're playing as one spider-man even though they're two different spider-man with like two different ability sets um yeah. you know like there are certain activities that demand you to be one spider-man versus the other right and like 
um, you know, I'll do a miles specific mission and get out of there and like start doing um start solving crimes not committing crimes start doing crimes right and i'm like <laughs> oh yeah like i didn't even think about the fact that i'm playing as miles yeah um but when i am playing as, as peter especially when i do have those symbiote abilities um i do feel it like it is like a oh snap yeah these feel cool but it's yeah. not even it's really it's, crunchy in a good it's way. really crunchy yeah and it's not it's not enough of like a you know a big thing for me to be like oh i'm never playing miles like when i switch back to miles yeah. I do, I do like some of those, uh, uh, like the electrifying venom abilities as well. Yeah. So I think they do a good, good job of balance. Yeah, the like symbiote feels really felt really good when I would be not frustrated, but like when you were up against a tougher enemy or whatever, and it yeah. was like I'm gonna let loose and just destroy this thing. Agreed. Uh, Lauren writes in this actually doubles back to what both Bless and Janet were saying uh, Lauren writes in and says as a person of color I was able to identify with Miles Morales because he felt so real and authentic question for Blessing and Janet does Miles still feel real to you you both called oh, yeah. out that you liked his story better than Peter's in your little se sentence a second ago mm. yeah I, I, I like Miles in this game I think this game is the most I've liked Miles as a character like I think even in the in the previous couple there have been points where I'm, I'm like well I care way more about Peter in fact Growing up, like, you know, we ta we've talked about it uh, on uh, Remember Blank and then also just in general. I don't even know when this Remember Blank goes up, but we Re talked about it. Remember Blank should be live by the time you see this. It's all about Spider-Man games. Go watch it. Sick. <laughs> but I'm someone who I came up with Peter Parker, like pretty much everybody who's a Spider-Man fan, right? Like I watched the Tobey Maguire movies. Sure. I played the Tobey Maguire games. I played the Peter Parker games. You know, I'm so familiar with Peter Parker as a character. And as much as, I was, as the introduction of Miles was so cool to me as a moment, it was still like a... Well, I relate to this Peter guy more, right? Because I know this Peter guy more. Yeah. And I still had that even with the Insomniac games. I would say until this game where this game, I feel like Miles did uh, become the star of the show a bit. And I think that's partly how they frame his story. Like they do a good job uh, in terms of like giving him an interesting angle to work off of even be at the beginning of the game. And then as you go through it, a lot of those elements that were introduced in the Miles Morales game, like the community, like the characters that you meet in that game, they are reintroduced and they carry a weight in the story as well. And yeah, like I, I, I think they just did a really good job of doubling down on, hey, we are, it's not just Miles Morales as a character, it is Miles Morales as almost a world that is joining into the, like this Peter Parker, New York. And so, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed uh, Miles Morales in this game. I think in terms of the representation aspect, there's like a pretty cool side mission that I don't want to get into, um, but like, there's a, there's a side mission I wasn't expecting that like really doubled down on um, like the area of Harlem and where Miles is from. And I thought that stuff was cool. But then on top of that, even removing it from like the inclusive side of like race, right? Like inclusion in general in this game, very impressed with like how they tackle a lot of this stuff. You know, there's stuff from like how they treat Haley's character, how they do other stuff where I'm like, damn, this is, a, this is stuff that years ago I would never expect in a Spider-Man game and they're tackling here. Yeah, you wouldn't expect in a triple-A game, right? That yeah. was one of those things where it's like, I think, you know, I'm stretching here. Not stretching, I, I want to say I'm, I'm talking personally, right? Not for kind of funny. But when I was playing, I was like, are, am I about to try to push for Spider-Man 2 to be a Games for Impact uh, mm. nominee at Game Awards, right? Because it is like, usually that's a smaller, th smaller game title that's given something that's like trying to put you in somebody else's shoes or do this whole different thing, yada, yada, yada. And there's so many little things of Spider-Man 2 that harken back to what Miles Morales did so well, which was like, hey, let's put you in somebody else's shoes and show you a different community and show yeah. you this kind of thing. And, all, and even like on top of that, you know, like I, I always go go uh, into like Miles Morales and like gripes and all that stuff, right? Like there's a scene in Miles Morales where, um, I forget what was happening. It was, I think a festival or something. It was right before things pop off yeah. in Miles Morales yeah. where like- so you the kinda, street fair or something? Yeah, like oh. the street fair where you kind of get a hodgepodge of like, all right, here's Haley, here's this, here's that. And I felt, uh, part of me felt like 
oh man, I wish the stuff bled in th through more the game more. Like it feels like they're kind of containing it to this one scene. I wish there was more of it throughout. And this game does that. Like Spider-Man 2, it, they don't save it for like a, oh, but here's the moment where we're being inclusive. It is throughout the game. They find moments to like highlight certain characters and do certain things where it feels, it feels more um, persistent. Yeah. Yeah. Janet? Yeah, I think... I think for me, it's kind of similar where I do think they flesh out Miles's character more. And maybe part of that is just having the what's so cool about Spider-Man 2 is there's such a strong base in the previous two games. I think one thing that really impresses me about this game is that it, I don't want to say other games don't do this because obviously everyone's playing off of previous installments. and They're, you know, telling this big like story. But I feel like so much like felt like it paid off in a sense without also feeling like oh you absolutely have to have to have to have played the other two to understand what's going on but if you did like just like a little bit of a deeper appreciation but yeah i loved um so many of like the miles side quests and that's why like yeah like, with miles's side quests it's like okay like we're like fucking in the community really doing shit you know helping the little guy and like when i was peter he's like man we just doing science like i just <laughs> i just felt like not as as connected to some of the things that you know, and then Peter's story obviously goes kind of in a different directions. He has like his own set of of highs and lows that are just distinctly different than Miles's experience. I think also it'll be interesting for people because I think they both both characters kind of experience different. They're in different spots of their life too, maturity wise. And even though my age is closer to Peter than it is to Miles, like something about the you get to sit in like the nostalgia of youth more with Miles because he is younger. Mm -hmm. While without like spoiling story beats there's like a really cool moment and it's fairly early on in the game with peter where it's like i call it like their uh i like looking back at my notes it's like oh this is their life is strange spider-man edition moment like you're having mm. this like but even in where that what, saying it without saying it even in that little kind of mission it was you know nostalgia with like a, a mix of flashback like you don't have to flash back for miles's youth because he's in his youth now yeah, and yeah. he's like helping the high, his fellow high schoolers who don't know that like he's a fellow high schooler and he's like oh no i just am really in tune with what's going on in this high school specifically i love that line i love that line i'm spider-man exactly. I, I hear things <laughs> yeah i was like oh i heard we have an exam yeah, yeah you know yeah. and there's something really nice about that you know obviously from a cultural perspective um miles being half black half puerto rican like i'm half puerto rican which i'm not super in touch with my puerto rican side because i don't have a lot of family on that side but there are definitely things that I, I popped for like representation wise that I'm like, like I messaged my brother, like, Oh, you have to like, there's this thing that you like, it's gonna be really cool. Like, I, I don't know. Like miles is just, he's so fun. And I think he's just Spider-Man as a character, like in all the iteration of who Spider-Man is across all of the lore is always full of heart. But I think the, the perfect storm of like how community focused miles stuff is and like interpersonal miles stuff is mixed with the cultural aspect mixed with the youth it's like the perfect like i don't know it's so wholesome is the thing and i think that's what's so exciting about the stuff going on with miles and bluff i do think i know what mission you're talking about and i really love like what the the mission that i at least have in mind with um i guess i can call it like the museum mission i don't know if that's the one you're thinking of but um oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i i love that so wait it has, was like, it or not because that's what i was is thinking it, of you thinking of a different one no no that's the one i was okay, thinking. Okay, okay okay yeah without getting into like what it is but like there's a moment there where i'm like i don't know it's just so it's so sweet and, and thoughtful and i think so much care went into things <laughs> and like i pulled up my phone playing that mission at the end and was googling like more information from the stuff like this this might this might be one to save for like the spoiler cast or yeah. like, just talking to spoil but like there's a moment in that mission where they inject 
like Marvel mystery or Marvel history into like real life yes. history. And I'm like, this is not weird. Like, I feel like this is a little bit weird, but like, I don't know. It was, it was one of those ones where like, I looked twice at it and I was like, ah, it doesn't matter. And I kind of moved on from it. But overall, I no, really I do enjoy that mission. Yeah, it felt very, um, there's like moments in the game that I think they do like a great job at being, um, you know, wholesome and caring and, and affecting while also like delivering good gameplay. And that's the thing, like you can have, you know, I'm always like, mm. I'm down for, you know, the culture for the culture's sake, but I'm also like, I feel like I've been very candid about like my mechanical critiques of things as well. Like I don't necessarily, you know, put on kid gloves just if I feel like you happen to like pull on the heartstrings. And I think this finds like a really great balance between the two where it's like, no, genuinely like that's really cool. And if the stuff hits you a little deeper for whatever personal reasons, that's gravy, but they have like the potatoes there too, no matter who you are. So yeah, I, I fuck with miles super heavy love. I just, I don't know. It's a, it's a fucking good game. So it's a good time. It is a fucking good game, but I think that's, you know, the summation of the entire thing, right. Of like, I think across the board, it's great. You know what I mean? I think, you know, I, you you said on Gamescast four out of five. I say five out of five. There's things, obviously, they could do X, Y, and Z better or whatever. But, like, I pl- I feel like I had a smile on my face the entire time I played this game. And that's there what I said. There were moments in, in my playthrough where, like, I genuinely feel like I looked dumbfounded, yeah. like, playing. Mm-hmm. Like, my mouth was just, like, a gap. And I was just, like, or a gape or whatever the fuck how you say, you say that. But a I was gape. playing, and, like, I, I've played near Isaiah, like, but with a lot of these games that he's going to play. Like, he's like, I don't want to see anything. So I like turn the TV, like all the way on the other side. And it's like, and I'm like, okay, you caught me having fun in the game. You know, it's like, it's just, <laughs> there's, if people are going to have like, it's a fun as hell game. Like people are going to have a lot of fun playing this. Like if you've liked the other ones, like it is, it, I don't know. It's just better. So it's like, yeah. It's I good. think, you know, for me, when, when there won't be spoilers for Jedi fallen Jedi survivor either, but, uh, when there was a moment in that review where I was like, I played the coolest sequence. Like I was just blown away by, you know what I was doing or whatever. And I, when we did our first hour long shot here of uh, Spider-Man, I was l- late to the party because of where I was doing whatever I was up to. And so many people were like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. And I was, I played, I was like, Oh, this is great. But it wasn't, it wasn't. Uh. And then there's a moment later in the game that obviously I would not even touch trying to talk about yet. That was like, what the fuck am I? This is awesome this is so fucking cool and that leads me to another question right here from xavier juarez xavier writes in and this is again spoiler free but what was the biggest surprise for you when playing spider-man 2 oh for me to jump it off because i assembled the document and read through them obviously for me was touching story moments i feel that there were multiple times in this story where i teared up and didn't like cry cry but it was like that idea like i feel like kind of the way uh 2018's uh ending again hit in 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 spider-man 2018 what the fuck am i trying to say the way spider-man 2018's ending moments there some of those crescendos hit really hard i had smaller moments hit that hard in this one like i think they did a really good job of making everything matter it's something i was talking about games daily with tim today where and i we talked about it in the thing of like I thought the payoffs to the side quests were so good. And whether it be something, I can't believe they're doing this, whether it be something like, oh, that's a cool twist, or whether it be something like, how did they make this matter this much to me? Like, they did a lot of that to where it was a lot of really being in the moment there of, like, you know how it ends, and it's, like, mission completed or whatever, and, like, Miles or Peter's usually on a light post or whatever. (laughs) And just sitting with that a second of, like, fuck, man. And that's a good question, what my biggest surprise was. I think for me... 
it was probably the set piece moments and how how good they feel when you have your hands on the sticks. You know, yeah. like I, I go back to the mission that was part of the PlayStation Showcase uh, last spring and getting to that moment in game and like, you know, watching it is one thing. Actually playing through it felt like another thing where I'm like, how does this look this good? Like, why, 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 <laughs> how is all this stuff happening at once? Why does this, how does this look this good? Like, how is this such a cool moment? It felt like seeing, like I was seeing Naughty, or seeing Insomniac learn from Naughty Dog from Uncharted. You know, that felt like such an Uncharted moment. And there are a few moments like that in the game for me that felt like, oh, you guys are really going for it with some of the set pieces. And like, it feels like it's showing. Like, it feels like it's paying off for you. Yeah. I think for me, it's the two things. One, even though like Spider-Man 2018 and Spider-Man Miles Morales both kind of get at this. Um, but even outside of big set piece moments, just how chaotic everything is mixed with how capable I felt. And maybe part of that is playing through it a little bit slower as well and like getting beefier with like the upgrades. But I feel like I... Like, this is like so dramatic sounding but it's like i can have like an outer body experience in some of these gameplay sequences and like somehow i'm just like getting it all done like i think the way they've handled all of like the abilities and the gadgets and like all the chaos of the different enemies and then it's like there's a tank and then like okay web up the turret and then you take it and you spin it and you whip it and then there's somebody else here and like so much is going on but it's all almost happening in slow motion even when it's not like in the little slow motion effect that is very much in the game um but aside from that because for me, I haven't really hit, I think, I'm sure there's a lot more, like, story, because I'm only, like, halfway through it, really. So it's, like, there's, all the big stuff is, like, to come, I think. Like, I'm not even at that part of, like, what I saw in the showcase yet, like, in my playthrough. Um, but the thing that surprised me the most is how they've managed to add things or represent things in a way that still felt fresh. Like, it's super small, but there's, um, a, and there was a couple of different, like, mini missions or mini games that like lean into this aspect and there's one i think even in our first hour i think it'll make like the first hour cut that people will see of just like kind of using the uh like the wing kind of zooming functionality like the idea of you being either in the wingsuit or maybe operating like a thing and like zipping around that feeling felt so fresh to me mm, and mm. almost like not in a bad way but almost kind of nauseating where i was like oh man, I feel kind of to bless this point, like having your hands on the sticks, it hits way different where it's like, I think if I saw that, I'd be like, all right, like, okay, cool. But then to be in it, like it felt so immersive. Like it almost felt like a a VR experience minus the, you would throw up if you do that in VR because I think it's just way too much. But I was like, wow, that was really, really fun to do. Um, and then later with like, again, without getting into the spoiler aspect of what it is, like the kind of challenge room submissions were so cool like they, they i definitely have the feeling you had greg where it's like am i gonna have to fucking three star these because like oh I'm not that good you know i'm like yeah, this, yeah, this yeah, shit's really yeah. hard some of them were really hard but it was also like a fun challenge that was presented and i think the the imagery and environments within those was so like cool and fun and different while still being like following you know certain formulas of the same thing and i think the last thing that i want to like add in kind of going back to my earlier comment of the payoff is like being back in familiar territory or talking to people that you've spoken to before because you did other side quests and like other games where it's like oh it's this guy again yeah yep. i know who this guy is and like like you really felt like you were part like i feel like insomniac has really developed like the community that is insomniac spider-man's new york um in a way that's super fun and i wasn't really expecting to like have i don't know so much feel like familiar and like a return home yeah like you're it's a homecoming yeah exactly yeah. and i think that was the thing that was surprising about 
Miles Morales was jumping in there and being like, oh, okay, this is Harlem and these are the people, but then also having touchstones from what we had seen to Spider-Man. And then I, I still, I said this in the review, but to bring it back up here, like I'm so impressed with the way Spider-Man 2 has made a really cohesive Insomniac video game universe where again, I, and I'm, I'm talking a bit out of turn, but I really do feel like nothing is something they kind of threw out there and never came back to. If they've, if they've tossed things out or a character out or whatever, this game ties somehow back into them to let you know where they are in this story or what that thread or where it was going, which is impressive for, you know, the amount of times you play something and something happens and you never hear about it again, or it doesn't seem like that would be the case. Like to your point, you're showing back up and be like, Oh, this guy, I remember this NPC. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is what's happened. Okay. I like that a lot. Blah, 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 blah. Bear Courtney is raising his hand in the control room. Hi, Bear. How are you? Hey, what's up, Greg? Uh, coming from the peanut gallery here of just, like, biggest surprise, I think it was just uh, the turn for me of just the opening kind of first act feeling like, okay, this is more Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and I'm, I, I feel like, yeah, all right, we, we've been here before, and so the biggest surprise for me was, like, when things start getting ratcheted up to, like, 11 and uh, just kind of... I, I really thought it was just going to be more of the same, and it does kind of start off that way. So I was surprised of just, like, where the story eventually goes because I wasn't sold so much on the setup for the overall story while the setup was happening. But then seeing, like, the payoff for things was like, oh, okay, I see where we're going now. So that was that was kind of the biggest surprise of just, like, kind of my inner emotional turn on, like, uh, how I felt about the game. Yeah, I'm there with you. For me personally, you know, early on playing it, it was like, I remember like after night one talking to somebody, I was like, hey, you know, it's more Spider-Man. It's what we thought it would be, da-da-da-da-da. And then I remember even talking to Tim, and he was like, dude, right? And I'm like, I don't know, I'd be like a four out of five, right? And it's really, like we talked a little bit, and then it was playing, 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 and then having what you're talking about, Barrett, at least for me. I don't, I don't think it was a singular moment, but it was a, like a realization in the middle of it, like, holy fuck, like, wait a second. It, it was, it, I'm in in a different way. It was more of like a... I talk about like a moment more of like a day of playing where like I played through like a sequence after sequence after sequence. And that was like, oh, okay, I, I get where we're going. So, yeah, I, I think I think we're more similar in that experience than you imagine, Greg. Oh, look at us. So alike, everybody. Who would have thought? <laughs> Not so different, so you and I. <laughs> I that, was, that was one that I wish I had. I think for me, it was like more of an acceptance. It of, just stayed at this. Yeah. Time. Like I was like, okay, this is more Spider-Man. And as I kept playing, I was like okay, this is better Spider-Man, but it still felt like more Spider-Man throughout the whole way. And like, again, for me, that is still a good thing. That is still a thing of like, you know, I really like Spider-Man 2018 and, you know, really like Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, But yeah, like for me, it was like kind of the acceptance uh, of like, all right, cool, let's see where this thing goes. And it went, for me, it went cool places was the thing. And so, yeah. Okay, good enough. I think a cool place to go is patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Of course, you can watch us record each and every episode of PSI. Love you. XOXO live as we record it. You can get it later on demand and ad free as an MP3 and podcast. Of course, you could watch us record all the other podcasts too. get them ad free. You get 300 bonus episodes of content. You get exclusive merch and have a great time, but mainly you support us and make sure that we stay independent and keep the lights and mics on. However, you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? I can't even count the amount of nights I lose sleep just because I can't stop thinking and my brain just won't stop talking. It turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk through them. Therapy gives you a great place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You can make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash kindoffunny. Betterhelp.com slash kind of funny. This episode is brought to you by Immersion Fragrances, where gaming meets the world of scented candles. Immersion Fragrances is your destination for gaming-inspired scented candles, each one meticulously crafted to transport you into the worlds of your favorite video games and tabletop adventures. And most importantly, this company is ran by a kind of funny best friend. For a short while, customers can enjoy a 10% discount site-wide. Yes, 10% off every gaming-inspired scented candle they offer. And that's not all. They're sweetening the deal with free shipping on every order but here's the real kicker. For every three candles purchased, Immersion Fragrances is throwing in a free mystery candle. Imagine the excitement of unwrapping a mystery candle with a unique scent, just like opening a loot box in your favorite game. Each candle is a work of art inspired by the immersive worlds of gaming and tabletop adventures. Don't miss out on this unbeatable offer. Head over to ImmersionFragrances.com right now and fill your cart with the enchanting scents of your favorite worlds. Remember, you'll get 10% off free shipping and a free mystery candle for every three that Goodbye. That's immersionfragrances.com. The fragrant journey begins here. All right, we're back. I don't like admitting when I've screwed up and maybe not done my journalistic duty. And so I'm ashamed that it's taken me this long in the podcast to bring it up. But Janet, can I please see your earrings? Because I caught them as soon as you sat down and then I, was, I just haven't seen them. Yeah, they're just, they're just, they're just red. No, like, I, I know, but they're cool, right? But the, your cans cover them so much that it's yeah, just... Yeah. You got the danglies. I want to see what I was working with up there. Okay. Okay. Can I ask got, a question? They got like little circles on them. Yeah. But... What's up with the paper plate? <laughs> this is what do you mean? You have a paper plate in front of you. I mean, but you put it in front of me. Yeah. What about it? Well, it's like, on your it side out. of the desk. It's a way to communicate without other people knowing what we're saying. Yeah, but I, still, I don't know. I like, I, I see what it says and I don't understand what it says. <laughs> what does it say? Uh, should I say? Class. Yeah, sure. Are you sure? I mean, you want to blow up our secret note passing system. It says, don't tell Barrett. <laughs> and I don't know what that means. That's so scary. What don't I tell Barrett? Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if we need to communicate in a way that he can't hear, paper plates could be the future. Okay. Well, like, are, you, are you communicating with me right now? Am I? God. Am I? <laughs> you have to decide for yourself. Um, let's toss in this. Well, first off, there was an easy one from the chat I wanted to get. And, of course, live people, you're welcome to do, go for it. Uh, Jack's, uh, Jackson Hampton says, switching between Miles and Peter. Is it story related or is it on the fly like you can do in GTA 5? Uh, it's both but you basically do it on the fly and if you're going to show up yeah. to a mi mission where it's a pete mission or a miles mission it'll say oh it, you have to switch the other person and you hit square and you yeah. switch that and person. then the nice thing about it because i know pro people probably hear that and go oh man i gotta switch it literally it's so fast it's right you yeah. play you press square and it yeah. is zip away fade in somebody zips back and it's like oh okay i just switched like it takes less than four seconds to do and Amazing. even if you end up doing it like literally at your own will like i don't know you're swinging around you're like what if i was somebody else <laughs> 
like you're not doing anything. You can also do it really fast just through the um the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man app, app yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You like swipe on the touchpad and then same deal, you hit square like it's it is like instantaneous and super easy. Now that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man app leads into a question here from Brandon G. Without specific spoilers, how has Peter's relationship with the police evolved compared to 2018? <laughs> Replaying 2018 to get ready for Spider-Man 2, things like Spider-Cop and installing a citywide surveillance network on behalf of the police feel even more cringeworthy now compared to launch. I'm hoping for more distance for Sp for the Spider-Men, uh, where, where even if their goals broadly align with the police, they still feel more like independent heroes rather than super-powered NYPD deputies. Thanks for all you do, y'all. I feel better about it in this game. I remember that was one of my things that I clocked also in the original Spider-Man was like, I, I thought the spider cop joke was funny, but overall, like the relationship with the police, I thought was like interesting. And I think because the results of the DLC that has become a bit more segmented off sure. in Spider-Man two. And so, yeah, like Peter's not on the phone with Yuri the entire game, right? Like it isn't it, like Spider-Man isn't his own department of the NYPD. Like he's, is the Spider-Men are their own people. They took that thing from Miles Morales, right? The Genki amazing spider app. And that is how you get your side missions. Yeah. That is, yeah. uh, that is the community reporting crimes that are, you know, things you need to go give you a part of. Exactly. And so, yeah, I think you interact I want to, I was going to say, I think you interact with the police, but I actually, what I'm thinking of is interacting with EMTs and maybe even a firefighter yeah. where you land and they're like, Oh, this is the thing up there. I can't remember. There's necessarily. like maybe one or two conversations. If like, right when you get to a scene, yeah, yeah. But I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like maybe on a side quest, like, I know there's at least one, like the, I think the, in the museum one actually, where it's like, Oh, like spider. It's okay. Like Spider-Man's checking stuff out. And then you kind of just can, cause I was, I was thinking that too. And I went up, I'm like, so the cops are just going to let me walk through this crime scene and start scanning things. But again, it's a game. So yeah, there's no, um, there's not really like a big relationship with the police as there were, was in 2018, which I'm fine with. Uh, as five star <laughs> man says, a cab includes spider cop. Yeah. A lot of people are including that miss officer. Everybody's getting, getting caught up in that. So watch Wait, out. Did you say you know, Mrs. Officer? Went. Yeah. <laughs> like Lil Wayne's Mrs. Officer? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't remember. Kevin we can't officer, include Mrs. So. Officer in that. No, I guess bless. we have to. I guess we Are have you, to. You, thank you. Come on. We got to you know, keep you honest here. But I'm going to toss in another easy one from Jordan. Does Spider-Man 2 have some kind of story recap for Spider-Man 1 and Miles Morales? Yeah. Yes, it yeah. does. Right. As soon as you start the game, there's a previously on if you want to click on that and uh, figure out exactly what happened, which was a nice refresher for sure, because I felt like I knew a lot of things and I honest. feel like I do. But I was like, oh, right. Okay. I need a little bit of this. Yeah, yeah. But here's like, a question. The DLC stuff's in there. And I'm like, I didn't play the DLC. So I was like, I'm just going to assume. I'm going to just read a quick Wikipedia page real fast. Because I don't know what y'all are talking about for some of those. But uh, and no, the recap does not include the DLC. The five-star man asked on the You didn't play the Spider-Man DLC? Mm-mm. Because it never sleeps? Nah. Yeah. I was asleep. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I slept through it. So then, we're, and so then you read the Wikipedia. Did you feel like you've been prepped enough for anything you've run into? Yeah, well, from, yeah, because I just, like, like something came up, like, two things came up. Yeah. And one, I was like, um, okay, I, well, I guess that happened. Because I was like, oh, I never really was clarified on, like, this relationship. I'm yeah. Like, okay, cool. I guess that's true. Um, and then another thing, I was like, when did you become this? Like, well, I think I missed a chapter. And I yeah. went. Yeah, yeah, like, I played the DLC, and, like, I got to a part where I was like... Did I miss this? Like, what, I was like, are you what like, happened to this character? Yeah, exactly. I think we're probably talking about the same character. Yeah, yeah. Are, I mean, yeah. which I'm, sh I'm sure, like, it, I'm sure it was yes. one that was like explained in the DLC, but like yeah. because the DLC just felt like a very quick moment in time, I had just forgotten. Yeah, and so I get back and I'm like, oh, all right. I had I to really it's... pull back into the memory bank, and I was like, I vaguely remember a setup for this. Yeah, I will say it's nothing that is gonna, you know. 
I don't know. The whole story will not unravel if you like didn't play the DLC. It's just like you might have one moment where you two might also want to Google like, oh, what was what? So okay, I know where where we are now, but like when did yeah. we get here? Like was like that, when did cousin Dan like, become yeah. a superhero? Like it's like one of yeah. those ones. It's the but classic yeah, it Spider Man thing of like when you met that character the first time if you knew that character people are like oh okay that's true but then too. you yeah, get here so. and it's like oh okay but but mm. then if you don't know where we were if you only knew the character from the game then this is a weird thing it felt exactly, very yeah it yeah. felt very arrow where like in arrow everybody fucking every, becomes a fucking everybody becomes a, like <laughs> some kind of villain or some kind of hero or some kind of anti-hero and like i get to that moment with that character and i'm like because i just either forgot or missed that arc i was like are you did it are you from Arrow? Like, are you are you sure you're supposed to be here? Uh, I have an easy one, and then we'll jump into not a harder one, but one that I think kind of uh, dovetails with it. Right uh, in the live chat right now on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny, uh, Ken Ying Yang says, "Does the game continue after completing the main story, like 2018, or does it place you back right before the final mission?" Uh, the game, in fact, continues. You you pick up from you do whatever you do, and then there will be dialogue associated with. Anything you're still cleaning up that, are, that is tied to the main story and stuff like that. So you keep playing it. You don't reset and have to do the main mission again if you wanted to. But this would, of course, lead into doing the Platinum, where Mr. Hawks182 writes in and says, Finally, Marvel Spider-Man has come back to PS5. A nice rock reference. Uh, trophy question for y'all. How fun is the Platinum to get? And are any of the trophies difficulty-based? E.g. finish the game on hard difficulty. Uh, starting with the latter there. Uh, no, there's no difficulty-based trophies. I think for Sony first parties, they seem to have gotten the message and those are dead. And they've been making uh, good progress Yay, there. Yay, the evil is defeated. How fun is the Platinum? Uh, I want Blessing's opinion on this as not being a trophy guy, but getting the Platinum in this. Mm -hmm. Which again... A ridiculous stat is that everyone on the games cast, including Barrett, had platinum this game for a review. And Andy. Every, everyone on the games cast yeah, review. But like there's been there's gotten platinums before. But, but I mean I, well, I mean I don't want to just say everybody like on the panel. I mean including mm -hmm. Barrett, the producer in the other room. But also Andy. But also Andy. Did Andy get it? He's yeah. never gotten a platinum before. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, it's his first oh, one. Wow. Yeah. You always I, remember your first, except if you don't. But I, th <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good platinum to get. Uh, <laughs> fucking killed Barrett in the control. Um, I thought it was a pretty fun platinum to get. Yeah, like I, there are a few trophies that I wish I paid attention to. So this is one that I would say, as you're starting the game, maybe take a quick peek through the trophy list, or at least keep up with it a bit as you're playing through. Otherwise, you're get, you're gonna get to the end of the game, you're gonna finish it, and go, all right, what trophies do I have left? And you're gonna realize that you've been not doing a thing that you've been that you probably should have done uh, while playing the game. And it's gonna be like, all right, cool, I'm gonna have to use this move on this person 30 times. And so like. Or he, just be a normal person and keep multiple saves. Or you can do that, which Don't I did do. Like, yeah, like I went back. Bear snapping the back. There is like, um, that is the one thing with the Platinum that both I think me and Tim ran into is once you 100% everything in the game, there are certain trophies that are, hey, use this ability or like do this type of takedown. And the only things left to do in the game after you've completed everything, understandably so, are just the crimes. And crimes might not necessarily be the best way to get those things done. And so, yeah, keep a manual save um, or at least a few manual saves as you play through or just keep up with the trophies and you should be good. Um, but those are things to be aware of. Other than that, I thought it was fun. I had a really good time with it. Yeah, I had a great time with this Platinum. Uh, I didn't run into that issue, but it's, again, like the way I consume it where... You know, you look at the trophy list for any game, like I usually do, right? And usually the hidden ones are the story ones. The other stuff is like, get them down this way or use web takedowns or whatever. I'm seeing and keeping a thought on, right? And then trying to grind those out. Yeah, when I have a big room or a big thing to go do. Uh, there were 
what we made a TikTok that'll go live on Thursday, or I don't even remember when it goes live. Sometime mm-hmm. in the near future, I forget if it's a Thursday, Friday, or next week's thing. That are like here are three trophies that aren't difficult, but like you need to be you you, you might need to look at because these were ones that there was a specific one that I had lots of people in the office, lots of people in the office asked each other, and then my uh, you know reputation preceded me, and I had emails from. Reporters I've never met. I had DMs from other people in the community reviewing it being like, yo, what about this? I'm like, it's over here. This is where you need to go find it. There's one of those, but obviously there'll be a million things up. I thought it was a lot of fun as a platinum. You know, I didn't get sick. I didn't get bored with it. Um, One of the things we complimented it for in the review, right, was that with 2018, I remember at a point, not being at a breaking point, but just being like, oh, God, another one of the fucking Sable outposts where I got to go fight the robots and the people and the thing or whatever. Like the what Tim keeps talking about is like, you know, rather than have 30 things to do on for a certain trophy or a certain part of the game, it's not like 15, right? Like I feel like they truncated it in the right way where I never got sick and tired of doing anything. Even those challenge rooms I was worried about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah like I would say like, it felt like to get the platinum for 2018, it was like an extra, maybe seven to 10 hours of just doing a bunch of extra crap where I felt like after rolling credits here, I had like maybe four hours of cleanup. Which was always yeah. nice. I'm still working through it. And like my trophy completion is like pretty low just because a lot of the things are like, get all of this, finish all of this. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that until I just finish doing that. Like I can't, I haven't purchased all the gadget upgrades, but I'm like not worried about that. Um, I think I'd have to actually look at each of the trophy lists. So I don't want to speak out of turn, but just from my own like vibes, like I'm working on, I was working on the miles platinum just on my streams. And I just feel like there's a little bit less of like the annoying trophies of like, even though there are definitely the things that blessings talking about of like, maybe there's a certain amount of stealth takedowns or like a wall or like whatever. Right. But I feel like in miles, there were like so many of those in like, miles for sure. Like this is one of the things when it was going through the chat for, or the chat, the slack mm-hmm. of Tim being like, Oh man, I'm out of big things to do this thing for miles. I specifically remember there being one room where I would go in do it to the seven guys, let the eighth guy kill me, do it to the seven guy, and like had it over and over and do that, where that was not fun. I did not enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, and, like, I, and I, I feel like the ones they have, real quick, are just like mostly more n- natural than like some of the other ones. Like, I don't know. It's, it always depends on your play style, but I feel like the ones that are like do X, X amount of times aren't that ridiculous of asks, and they're not being asked that often. But go ahead, bless. Well, I was going to say, I ended up having to do the thing where I reloaded a save and, like, found yeah. a specific, like, outpost and reloaded to keep doing a thing multiple times. But, again, like, if I had if I had read that trophy earlier and, like, clocked that in my mind of, oh, I should be doing this, then that would have solved that issue. One more thing I'll throw out with the trophies is that you don't have to worry about the crimes for, like, the 100%. Um, like, that was one thing I was doing way early on in the game because I remember playing Spider-Man 2018. And in 2018, you would have to do all... You have, you'd have to complete doing the crimes for all the districts in order to 100% all the districts. Yeah. Here, it was like five different types of crimes and you had to do each one for each different yep. each yeah. different uh, district, but they would pop randomly so you had no control over it. Yeah. Ugh. So I started doing that here where I'm like, any crime I see, I'm going to do it and I wasted a bunch of time because it turns out that actually doesn't contribute to like the 100% for each district or at least if it does, it's not major at all. Um, like I didn't really have to worry about the crimes at all by the time I finished the game and so don't stress too much about that aspect of it. Fair enough. Tavin from Two Penny Games writes in, and this is mainly for you, Bless, but I think Janet, with her lies of pee uh, playthroughs and expertise on her belt, might have something to say. 
Does Spider-Man 2's new parry system feel intuitive and as smooth as everything else its combat had to offer in the first game? How does it compare to games like Sekiro, which I believe is one of the best parries in games? Not so much in skill or timing, but in terms of game feel. Is it smooth or clunky? Will I naturally want to do it? Um, I think it's good. You know, it's not my, it's like far from my favorite parry. It is so gamified of like, you know, there's another, um, like icon that'll pop up, right? Of like, Hey, this is a, a move that you have to parry. Or like, this is a, this is the timing of, if you get the time, the timing of the parry right here, then you get like a really good counter. Yeah. Um, I think it's fun. I wasn't using it early on, but as, and that's partly because we played so much Spider-Man already. So your brain is trained to want to dodge. As you get further, you meet more enemies that are, okay, this is the thing that I'm going to want to parry. And as I started doing that, I found that I was having more fun with it because that counter does do a lot of damage. And so I, th I, th I thought it was fun. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good addition as well to kind of like give you another option in combat. So I'm thumbs up on it. Okay. Janet? Hmm, this is tough because I saw this shit and I immediately was like, I fucking hated this is in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like, I feel like we gotta there's gotta be something else to make combat fresh that isn't a fucking parry. Like I am part of the anti-parry party. I'm fucking done. It is easy to do in a sense, but also I'm not gonna lie, I fucked it up a lot. Cause I'm like, I never really I remember it up a like lot. is it a tap? Is it a hold? Is it a tap that's a little held? I just throw it, throw the whole thing away. I don't wanna do it. I'm not interested in it. I'm personally, I'm not gonna lie, I'm just avoiding it. Like there are some attacks that I think is it accurate to say they're undodged because there's like a red yeah, attack they're, they're like undodgeable ones you have to parry yeah 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 well if you just get tanky enough you can just ram your way through that like that's what i'm doing like i'm not touching this parry <laughs> i didn't um, do that i eventually was like all right yeah, let's, let's learn you know, to parry better but i will um, say i fuck I, the parry fuck the people that can do the parry fuck Andy Cortez, <laughs> like, wow. Wow. i do think for maybe not all uh parryable attacks but i think for at least some of them or most of them you can just jump as well to avoid it like n yeah. instead of using circle to like do your normal dodge you can like kind of jump and swing to avoid it i believe i might that be sounds right there all, was some um, yeah all hyperbole aside i can appreciate them wanting to add um, an additional layer of dynamics to combat that can inherently be a little bit you know automated or repetitive but and and you know it, again you really don't have to do it like i'm not parrying very much maybe i'll get more into it as i am getting further in the game there definitely are enemies that it's like okay clearly they want me to like get in my parry bag right now but i'm like clearly they don't know who's behind this controller <laughs> but you know it's spider-man it's not a hard game there's many ways to like not get yeah, good the parry that's and be the, fine that's, that's the forgivable aspect for it for yeah. me is that like it's so telegraphed that like, yeah. you know, you don't have to be an expert at it. It is like learning, right? It is like the growing pains of, oh, this didn't have a parry before, now has a parry now. Um, but because it's so te telegraphed, I don't mind it. It feels like straight up fucking Sekiro. <laughs> and like, you yeah, know, hey, you really got to time out these attacks. <laughs> then I'd be like, okay, this might be a bit much for a Spider-Man game. But I think I liked it also because to your point, right? Like I think Spider-Man combat can be a bit like you're going through the motions. I like It, it is me tapping square. And because of the way this combat system is too like with the both of the abilities and the, how the web gadgets work with the l1r1 you know like it is me just throwing things out on a cooldown punch 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 dodge when the icon comes up throw things out on a cooldown punch 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 and so like adding in a parry mechanic to make it so that okay now i do have to think a bit more because there's this other element that that is there i think it just adds a bit more depth and like a bit more for me to actually like be engaged with as opposed to kind of going through the motions with it 
See, well, for yeah. me, the engagement came from the offensive stuff rather than the defensive stuff, where, again, you, I eventually had to be engaged, especially later in the game with things that you have to parry or whatever. But it was the idea of, you know, it's a question we had in uh, Gamescast where we were talking about it and somebody brought up it feeling button mashy and me being, uh, you know, ardent that it's not, at least for me, where it was, of course, yeah, I'm going to square, square and do this, but then I'm going to throw off, you know, my gadget over here that sucks everybody together. Then I'm going to use the symbiote ability or venom or whatever. It's going to be whoever, uh, you know, the miles venom, not venom, venom, uh, <laughs> symbiote miles. They're very not neither are venom, neither of them. Um, but go in and attack that way. Right. I felt like there was this system to what I was doing that made me like, Oh, I'm, 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 I am thinking not three steps ahead, but mm -hmm. this guy's coming and he's real big. So blow that guy back with a concussive blast, web that one to the wall. Yeah. Team I think it's always been such the debate between like Spider-Man and this conversation comes up a lot with like the modern God of war, even the old God of war franchise. Like I, I think what's cool about it is that it's like, I agree that it actually is button mashy, but I think that's, what's cool about it. It's like, let the normies feel godlike. Like this is our time to shine. It's like, sure. You're not going to get your like fancy nuance. And like, I don't want to think I want to throw things out. I want to vomit all over this battlefield. And I want to be out before you even knew I was there. Cause I went on a murderous rampage. I know he doesn't kill people <laughs> in terms of the cannon, but, and I think this allows for that. Like I, I think as much as, I'm not really excited to see a parry in any game because I'm kind of tired of it and I'm really bad at it. And every game's a little, it's like, I have a lot of things, but it is very avoidable. And there is um, also like a whole line that I have yet to upgrade because I don't parry of stuff to make the parry like more powerful, maybe even a little bit easier. So yeah, I did have a moment of like, here we go again, but you know, it's oh, fine. Cool. It has not impeded my enjoyment or experience or play style in any way, really. Yeah, see, I think for me, the I, I'm also on the side that it's button mashy, but I also don't mind that it's button mashy. Like, I think that's just the genre. Um, but in terms of making it feel more engaging on the offensive side, I think for me, like, one of my, I guess on my, like, list of internal gripes, right? Like, I wish the web gadgets were a bit more varied. Oh, God, he's he's got a Coke. Oh, I got a Coke! <laughs> oh, no. Let's finish on a high note! <laughs> the web gadgets this time around, you only have... Um, Four of them, correct me if I'm wrong, because it is just the ones that are assigned, right? Like this yeah. time around, you can like unequip or reequip abilities and stuff, but the web gadgets are just the four web gadgets you have as both Spider Man. Um, and they all the gadgets feel a bit more like, you know, throw them out to like kind of deal with things as you deal with other things. It yeah. doesn't feel like the, you know, in Spider Man 1 Remastered, you had like the, um, oh, I forget what it was the called. The mines and stuff. You, like, you had the mines, you had the one where it's like you're throwing out like a big web to like web somebody to a wall um and you had like there's like the impact web the web bomb yeah i think, I think the impact like web like is what i was thinking of. Yeah. people or something i don't know yeah that sounds really but I, I really liked how weird those web gadgets got because it did become now like you know i'm punch punch i'm gonna web impact this guy to a wall right i'm gonna put this thing to like make everybody fly out and hopefully like there's a wall nearby that they can get attached to right like there's a bit more strategy and thought behind the web gadgets i feel at least in spider-man one versus the web gadgets you have in this game which are all right, here's a web gadget that's going to, you know, create, um, like... I've, I've pull everybody together. Pull everybody together, or, right? Uh, like, or blast them into the air or something like that. Yeah. I, I, I get where you're coming from, but for, for me personally, I, I thought it was well-balanced with the new uh -huh. abilities, right? Because, like, there is... Uh, a venom punch, or if you punch someone and they're near a wall, that will, like, web them to the wall yeah. or something mm -hmm. like that. So, uh, yeah. I think, yeah. too, like, 
why I, I like the simplicity. Like I get what you're saying, bless, like, cause they are more complex, but I like the simplicity because now I can actually use them. Like I didn't use any of the gadgets really. And that's one of the reasons the platinums became so hard, because they're like destroy enemies with like the remote mine. I'm like, how do I use that again? And then a wheel would pop up in the middle of the screen. Like I found the previous in combat UI to be way more cumbersome while this is like hold down and like click these different either arrow button directional buttons or face buttons. Um but yeah, I mean I think the combat has been kind of the same for like the whole franchise. But I like to Greg's point, I do kind of do what Greg does to a degree where my thing's the aerial combat and I really leaned into that as like my specialty. Everything I do is in the air. I'm holding square, you're yeah, in the air. Yeah, I'm in yeah. the air for as long as I can pull be. Them up. I'm Air Jordan. Like yeah. I'm just like, then I get a thing where I can like, grab people and whip them to there. Then I pull them up in the air. Like everyone's in the air. Like we're all in the sky in this entire playthrough. And I've been having a lot of fun doing that. But Don't you love when the bad guy's like, you gotta get them out of the air. Like they know, they yeah, scream. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then there's like, there's a challenge um, mission to, not like a challenge room or something at 1.2 that's like kick enemies off of like the, um, like the terrain or something like into the abyss or something like that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Cause like, I just got the thing that lets me like, like lift them and then like kick them kick slowly. Em. So then I was just like lifting and kicking them all in different spots. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's been a, a good time without using the parry that they put in there. I just, we need to figure something. There's gotta be something else. There has to be another solution. I don't know what it is, but for a question outside of the combat, let's just talk about walking. <laughs> Greg from the dad pad writes in to kind of funny.com slash PSIOY and says, one of the biggest issues I had with the last two Spider-Man titles is the fact that when you're in motion at high speeds, everything feels amazing. But when you're forced to move around the city at slower speeds, oh, man. things feel awkward. Has this improved in Spider-Man 2, or should I expect to awkwardly overstep collectibles and points of interest here as well? You're going to awkwardly overstep things. That said, like, a lot of the main stuff you're doing, like, a lot of the collectibles that we, I, I think we compared to, like, the backpacks and stuff, that stuff's easy because it is, you get anywhere near close to them, you just press triangle and you web them. Like, they, they fixed a lot of that stuff. But there are plenty of moments where there's, like, a terminal I need to get to, and I fucking, like, I land on the building, and then, like, I want to hop off of, like, the pole or whatever, and then I hop off, and I overshoot it, and I'm like, oh, fuck, now I need to get back, and I, like, try to get back, and I over, overshoot it again, and that stuff is still there. It happens so few and far between that I don't, it's not a big gripe for me, but I don't think they fix that stuff. I, I had the moment of, like, yeah, landing and then walking as Spider-Man and being like, yeah, this walk don't look good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't look normal how he walks. Like, it's a little weird, scurry walk, and then, yeah, there were plenty of times I land walk to the terminal i see the triangle i overshoot it by a second shit walk backwards it didn't work walk further backwards walk up hit triangle okay i got the case or whatever the hell i'm trying to do out of it but then collectibles yeah it was a lot easier of like getting in the vicinity the triangle popping yeah going over to it watch out everybody oh, here it comes barrett's doing a spider-man walk that's a demonstration live for you <laughs> <laughs> oh that is how he walks yeah that is how he walks they should yeah. let him chill man just chill like a normal spider-man would you know Speaking of a normal Spider-Man, I'm interested for Janet's take on this because I definitely haven't heard it. Nerd Gaiden writes in and says, not a question. I just wanted to say you guys are crazy. The new Peter Parker face is 1000% better. No. The original looked as old as Greg and had crazier hair than Andy. Wow. Janet, how do you feel about the new Peter Parker face? We were negative on the games cast. Well, well first of all, thank you for not including me in this comparison because, wow, that was, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like it. Uh, it's just weird. Like, it just looks weird to me. Um, sure, that's probably because I just got used to the old Peter Parker face. I don't think it whatever, is, man. I don't like, like it out. I just, I, I just don't like it. It, it, 
it it's uncanny valley looking to me i don't care if it is like more realistic or higher like fidelity it's just like i'm never really gonna like it but you know luckily he wears a mask a lot so that's great yeah 100 yeah, like, yeah, and you just kind of try to like i don't know you try to move on right it's like this is what it is um Bear, can you bring up yeah, a picture of like oh, oh perfect all three of them see this is my i you know, i got i know that face. guy on the left i don't know these other two guys <laughs> see, i'm telling you that motherfucker <laughs> man, that is not real. Real. <laughs> see now the left one looks weird to me and i get like he kind of looks a little too old see yeah. middle peter which i believe is remastered slash miles morales has started to look right to me and uh spider-man 2 there's something off Again, I've said it before. His haircut and his neck is too goddamn thick. Got that Kurt Angle neck. His neck is too thick, yeah. It's um, weird. I don't know what... He was bulking up when he uh, uh, left the country during Miles uh, Morales. Man on the left has some flavor to him. I like him. Uh, man you know, man on the Peter. left is going to be that's receding hairline in six if, months. If I Good. had to pick somebody, I would pick the middle one. But yeah, like I don't... I forget... And I keep forgetting how that he looks like that. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't really like it. The new Spider-Man. Too, I didn't care too the much. The new the new Peter Parker looks too much like Tom Holland and like Tobey Maguire had a baby yeah. that looks a bit more like Tom Holland. And then it's funny because even the picture that Barrett pulled up, like him in the suit, like reminds me of that one scene from like Uncharted Four. And then it's like, and then Tom Holland play. You know, it's like all these like these layers. There's like so many layers. It, it, like, it's really weird because it's like the middle one is a mix of Holland's. Uh, um, mcguire but then also garfield and then the, the one on the one? right yeah the middle one looks like tom holland mixed with michael Sarah. Mm. i see a lot hey, man. Of one, of the, one on the left always reminded me of andrew garfield yeah mm. I see that. like the yeah. original spider-man i should say probably. so you're, you're saying it's that this so is andrew garfield that their erasure. argument was well there again do what you got to do i'm not i'm not being angry internet guy i swear but it's like part of the argument was like oh well we want a peter that's a little bit younger da, da, da. but like miles's whole story has been that he's the younger Spider-Man. Like yeah. I just, it makes so much more sense that the one on the far left is the one. And that that, that, oh, that really took me out during the game. Like the fact that, yeah, any, any cutscene Cause I've, what I played Miles Morales. Peter was rarely in that game. I don't think, I don't even know if he was in that game. He's, at all. He's yeah, he was, he was in the very, minutes. he's in the very beginning. And then a couple calls. Gotcha. 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 Um, but then I didn't play through remastered aside from booting it up to get the platinum and then <laughs> cutting it off. Uh, and I guess I did the DLC. So I did the DLC for that, but I've rarely, like seen this Peter Parker before picking up Spider-Man Two, yeah. And so now, as I'm getting into the cutscenes, I'm like, "Who the fuck is this?" I don't guy? know this man. Like, I, I know Miles. <laughs> like, Miles is the homie. I know this. I know Mary Jane more than I know this Peter. In fact, yeah, I might MJ know Harry more. Like, than I, I know this Peter. MJ. Like, I love MJ's design, but yeah, I, I don't know. He just looks a little funky, but it is what it is. I have two questions here that are somewhat related, so I'll read them back to back. All right, and we'll dive into it. Relish Police writes in. To kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-O-Y, just like you can, it says, the previous Insomniac Spider-Man games had unresolved plot threads to set up future stories. Uh, Goblin Tech in Norman's apartment, uh, Yuri's vigilanteism, Black Cat, Doc Connors, the symbiote, etc. Are there similar breadcrumbs to future Spider-Man stories in this game? And do they get you as excited for as what was present in the first two games? Now, before we answer that, I do want to toss this in. Dan likes everything, Rodin said, obviously without spoilers, uh, but does it feel like there is a clear opportunity for a smaller follow-up game a la Miles Morales? So in terms of the breadcrumbs, the breadcrumbs left in this game for what they might point to for future stuff had me even more excited than even the breadcrumbs in the last game. Wow. Like, really? Yeah, like I, the stuff that they're teasing, I'm like, oh, that's sick. <laughs> like, that is awesome. Um, in terms of like, you know, set up, set up for a smaller game, I could see it. Like there's nothing in there that I'd say is like, super explicit unless i'm missing anything but there's some things there's some things in there where i'm like 
oh, I can see this being DLC. Like, this feels like a DLC thing, and mm -hmm. so I wonder if they're going to do that. Um, but yeah, what are you guys' take on it? Oh, well, yeah, Chance not there yet, I guess. Uh, yeah, so, I feel like I, like I don't have any big things. But, I mean, I, there's, like, stuff that I've seen that yeah. could be there's definitely breadcrumbs in, in a it. sense it's like yeah it's like oh this is like this character is this person and they're doing this thing it's like okay i guess you could do something but yeah i'm not far enough into have a big it idea. definitely leaves you with oh I, they could go this way with the da 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 like there's breadcrumbs for them they do excite me they do make me interested i mean shocking that i'd be excited for another spider-man game um i do think right now i think 2018 like the reveal of, you know, Harry in the tube with the symbiote or whatever. I mm -hmm. thought that was just so cool. You know what I mean? And Venom, I think it's so cool. And the symbiote story is so cool. And again, doubling back to even our own spoiler cast with Brian and Tahar for 2018, where we were like, all these suits, no black suit. And him being like, we think the black suit is more than just a suit you toss in the game. It has to be, you know, treated with respect. I think they obviously paid off on that for with this. So I'm excited for it. More excited, I would say not, but I mean, it's not that I'm not excited for it. And then the question of like, could it be a smaller follow-up? Yeah. Like, I feel like maybe the last like Easter egg post credit, whatever, that could be a setup for a smaller one, but it also could be the next game. Yeah. Like, it's that thing where it's like, especially having two Spider-Man, right? Like you put them together. The, what, are we still fracturing them off? What would be the reason just to give miles or peter a standalone one now See, when you have thing for me there was like i the thing you're talking about i'm like oh yeah that has to be like the the, the next game right and then like there's a thing that is a finale to one of the activities which they do so well of like hey every activity is kind yeah, of its yeah. own storyline slash side quest one of the activities ends and i'm like oh this could be a game like this is this is actually pretty big the way that they're ending this thing uh well, see i think those are tied together oh interesting because i'm not the one i'm talking about that i thought was the final one but maybe it's the mid credit scene Oh, wait, message it to me, because now I'm thinking of multiple things. <laughs> I'm thinking of too many there, things. There's a lot that's set up. I there's think a lot there's, that's set up. Yeah, there's a ton going on, yeah. but there's one in particular where I'm like, okay, hold on. I'm sending it to you right now. One word. Okay. I sent that to you. See, I, wait, hold on. Let me refresh it. And this is oh, what he yeah, means see, by I don't tell no, no, I feel game. like that would be yeah, the interstitial. If you're going to do an interstitial, it would be that. Okay, I actually sent you a word because I was looking at that. Yeah, <laughs> no, me. that I think. I like is, how neither of you, you think those send are connected. A full sentence. No, it's all no, 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 no. So I think what you just. <laughs> oh! <laughs> what I sent you originally. Okay, I think as someone is, that doesn't know what this is, I promise this is not meaningful to anybody but you two. The, the, one I, the first one I sent you, I think, is the fun little thread that could be its own. Hey, here's this interstitial game that's smaller and whatever. Uh -huh. And then I think. Yours and mine there at the end are the are ones connected. that are interconnected for sure. At the time mm. with the place, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about, Barrett. Anyway, there, I can't, I can't yes. wait for Batman to show up. <laughs> <laughs> I think there, but but to get to to boil down what y'all just uh, wasted time on for the no. last two minutes. <laughs> oh my I think god, wasted time! They're here to listen to us talk. I think there's enough to set up either a DLC or an interstitial, like a smaller game, like a Miles, and then there's definitely a lot of exciting stuff for another game. Yeah, another 100%. Big, another big game. Um, I want to give two more before we get out of here, okay? Cool. I want to... Let's start with this one, and then we'll end with this the Spider-Man 2 one. So Dylan Mullen says, Is it worth it to replay Spider-Man 2018 this week? I've never played the remaster, and I'm itching to get back into that world. But at the same time, I'm worried about Spidey overlord, overlord, <laughs> Overload uh, with how much I anticipate playing the new game this weekend. Mm. How much are Spider-Man 2 players rewarded for remembering the exact story beats from the first game? So they've never, never played 2018? <laughs> no. They've played 2018 and they oh. never played the remastered. Gotcha. I would say don't. 
Yeah, like yeah. I, I think you you run into Spidey Burnout by playing them back to back like that. Yeah. Um, I'll say like watch the recap that the game gives you, and then just go in fresh. Um, and just have fun. Um, if you're somebody that hasn't played Spider-Man 2018, then I'd say yeah, like play 2018 and then play Miles Morales and then go into this one. But that's yeah. so much time to commit. I say go straight fucking into the other one. Just Spider-Man 2. Just. You're, to just skip all of the story stuff that builds up to yeah, this one if they haven't played the first two? Yeah, what? no, genuinely. Because I don't I don't think it's worth the amount of time and it, you're going to be running a lot of like well, terrain. Don't play them I back think, to back. Well, I mean, these, these, are, these aren't that long the, of games. Because this person's trying to like, I'm going to jump into Spider-Man 2. It's not that long. You can do it. But I think if you knew you wanted to do it, you wouldn't be asking us. If you just want to do it, I'm not going to be like, oh, no one do that. Obviously, if you want to do it, then sure, it's your life. But you're like, is it worth it? Hell no, I don't think so. That's a lot of fucking time. Spend all that time just playing Spider-Man 2. What I will say is this, that, yeah, you can jump right into Spider-Man 2 and be fine. I, well, I wish. you need that DLC from one. That's the thing I didn't know. But who cares? You need it. But to, if you're really, the helps. goal is to like under to remember it all, you would need yeah, the DLC. That's true. Honestly, if you're gonna replay anything, maybe just maybe only play the DLC from Spider-Man One going into yeah, like, the game. Because that was the one thing where like I was like, I'm not clear what that's happened. That's not a terrible suggestion because it's small, it's bite sized. You're not playing through the entire. Yeah. That's, yeah. And it's, that, the, it's only, like the stuff the that you're most likely to forget. I had the time to replay everything before Spider-Man Two. I don't think I would have been burned out because I love Spider-Man so much, and I also think the fact that they get better every game, especially with like what they ask of you would have paid off as well too especially to get spider-man 2 and have it not be well you didn't do every fucking thing you didn't and this mm. this is a platinum argument not even just a playthrough argument right like i i wish i would have done it and what i think's crazy is like i want to do an episode of ps i love you in the coming weeks here of basically and i know you don't care so it'll just be me and janet unless i forget if she cares <laughs> or not but the uh playstation portal hit list of like what is on your like playing uh, t- tinker with games because i am so like I finished this game and I'm like, I want more Spider-Man. And I'm like, all right, well, I, I could go platinum the PS4 version of Miles Morales. I, I will say I did right after platinuming Spider-Man 2, I booted up Miles Morales. Yeah. Because I never platinum Miles Morales. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like on the, I'm at the end of my second playthrough. So I was like, I might as well just platinum this too. That is where I realized that I have, had not play, <laughs> been playing in performance mode the entire time. Because <laughs> I boot up Miles Morales and I was like, why does this game look so smooth? Like, this game, why is this game <laughs> at such a high it's frame so rate? What happened to PlayStation 5 games over the years? And then I was like, wait a second. And then I booted back up Spider-Man 2 and then I switched it to performance mode and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I've been playing this Fidelity the whole time. Is your console setting not just to performance mode? It is, but like, I think maybe it's like a, my work console versus my home uh, console. Uh, I, I think. It was heartbreaking go. when I realized that. Anyways, I think it'd be cool to go and do them all again or do them even whatever. So we'll see. It's only like you got like three days to do it. <laughs> it's like, again, cool. Spider-Man 1, pretty short game. I mean, I, it's, it was a weekend the first time when I reviewed it the first time around when I had no kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man 2 took me a little bit longer. Uh, anyways, final question comes from Lou, <coughs> sorry, Luis Garcia. Hey, Greg, Janet, and Blessing. My question for Spider-Man 2, without getting into spoilers, is how satisfying was Venom's story told? I have some seen some reviews saying how the opening focus on Craven made Venom suffer a bit, but in your eyes, how was Venom's impact and overall story as a character in the game? Uh, this is something Blessing and I talked a little bit about. You had already pa- you were ahead of me, and so we were talking a little bit about pacing and what was going on, and you know the concerns of Spider-Man Three arose of just like, man, is oh, this yeah. going to be rushed? Is this going to be this? Is this going to be that? By the time credits rolled and everything else, I was super satisfied. I, I thought I was going to be left wanting more Venom. I, I liked how they used Venom. I liked what they did with Venom. I, I was happy. 
Yeah, I didn't love all the Venom stuff. I liked quite a bit of it, but for me, it was still the thing of like the same issues I've had with Venom and other Spider-Man stories kind of persist here as well, where I'm like, I don't. It's, it's so tough to talk about without like talking about details. But and that's why it's easy. Just yeah, like I'll just say like for me, like the Venom stuff didn't all uh, didn't all the way hit, but for me, the Craven stuff made up for a lot of it. I really liked Venom, uh, Craven's character, um, and like how they bring everything together, I think works overall. But like, there are so many things about Venom where I'm like, oh man, why are we going this? Why are we doing this? Why are we making this decision that I wasn't the biggest fan of? Barrett, you turn on your camera. You got something to say? Yeah, just, um, I was worried about the Venom stuff too, especially with, uh, especially like the first third. And I will echo what I said earlier of like, a lot of the setup made me nervous, but then when I saw the kind of full picture of what they were using uh, between Craven and Venom and even some of the, the smaller uh, villains that are present, like Lizard and all this stuff, I think the way it all comes together uh, had me really satisfying. But I can understand if like people felt like the Venom side was lackluster or even Craven side was lackluster, but I, I think they all kind of served each other in different ways that I, I really enjoyed. I think for me, um, the best way I can I can put it or the best thing I can, I can compare it to would be like, you know, when I got to the Venom parts of the story and like when that stuff really started to like unfold, I felt like I had to make the caveat of, oh, but this is a comic book thing. Like, oh, this is based off of like a Spider-Man yeah. story or a comic book story as opposed to just judging it as like a video game story. You know, it's almost the same way as we look at like, you know, MCU stuff versus oscar nominees or whatever sure, and sure, it's like sure, sure, okay sure. it's good for an mcu movie though like it's good for like for me when i got to the venom stuff i had to like really um like i guess put caveats in mind right or like um i forget the phrase yeah i guess just make caveats for myself right of like okay well this is a this is it's a comic book it's superheroes it's this right and like that was kind of the thing i had to do to accept it a bit more yeah, yeah. um suspend um, my disbelief is the one thing i'll do yeah <laughs> i'm still only like which I don't know, narrative like for the main story. Am I also halfway to the main story, or am I less than that? I'm at forty nine percent completion. I don't know what that means, but um, that's your overall game. And yeah, like but everything. like, but compared to the other part, yeah, yeah like, I, I don't you. know. You know what I mean? Um, but one thing that's kind of weird for me in this, and it's like I feel like I'm plagued with knowledge coming into this story because like <laughs> I know of like Venom as a character and like just that kind of whole thing, and then with the I didn't actually know Craven until like the marketing because I just don't follow it that deep. You know, I have a very sure. like pop culture knowledge of Spider-Man. Um, so it ends up being that thing where it's like, like there's this guy, he's like hunting people or something. He's, yeah. What's he, who is he? Uh, he's like some kind of hunter. And I'm like, yeah, the hunter. Like it's like, I did have a little bit of that, like for the big and like, because it takes so long to get to some of the stuff that they show you in the marketing like the fact that i'm not in that sequence they showed me like a long time ago i'm like oh and when i finally started getting to some of the venom storyline i'm like oh now we're here like so yeah i don't i don't know how i feel about it yet i'm gonna let it shake out before i form my final opinion um but that's where i am with the pacing of it and i don't i don't know it it kind of is what it is like i can't wipe my mind of the things that i know where yeah, i'm like yeah, yeah. oh and we're here and that reminds me of in this movie, when I saw this thing happen, this feels like this movie beat, which I guess mm -hmm. it is its own thing, but like it kind of also isn't because it inherently is not like it's yeah, it's like a little it's a little um, weird in that sense. Like I don't I feel like I don't get to experience it like its own isolated story because I have all this other stuff like creeping Be in, which is always the case in these. But I feel like it it felt more prevalent in this than it did in previous Spider-Man games. For I, me I, for me, I also felt the <laughs> the burden of knowledge going in where like 
I was surprised by how predictable it felt at points yeah. in the narrative where I'm like, okay, this is going to happen. All right, now this is going to happen. And it all happened the way that like I would have expected it to happen. Um, there were a few moments in the story, like late in the story, I was like, okay, I did not see that coming. That like, you know, that was where I started be, to, to have a lot more fun. Um, if I can just piggyback and go I'm, for it. I'm with you, but where I think I go the opposite way is like, I, I talked about this uh, last week, right? Of like 2018, I felt thought was a pretty predictable Spider-Man story, right? And there's exceptions to that rule, but that's how I remember finishing it and reviewing it. This one, I was, that was one of my early things of going like, oh, and this is, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Okay. But every time they did that, they still did it in an entertaining way and gave me something that I really liked from it. Mm -hmm. Even though I was like, oh, okay, that's what it's going to do. And even there's one part that happens like, oh, really? We're going to do that? I, I thought we were going to go X, Y, or Z, but we did that? Okay. But then I was so still I think, happy with I it. I think, too, really quick, the thing with that is because, again, you always have the burden of knowledge if you just exist in, like, nerd pop culture. Like, sure. you know, like, some of you, like, who Batman is, you know? Like, stuff, like that's <laughs> always going to be the case. Um, but I feel like, to your point, I guess in terms of the narrative, like, the overarching, like, main story narrative... I've yet to really had the moments that you're describing. It doesn't mean that they're not there because I haven't finished the game yet, but I haven't felt like that extra, like, oh, you did it, but like in your own way that was interesting. Like sure. it hasn't been uninteresting, but it hasn't felt, it hasn't moved me yet. And I'm waiting to be moved by it um, still. Like versus the, you know, the older games, like the things in 2018, even though I don't really remember like the cutscene specifically or anything, can't tell you any of the details. Like I remember being really moved by the stuff with Aunt May. And in this game, the memories of Aunt May, I'm moved by that. Like, I know that. I know that story. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows what happened. But, like, the way they do it, it's like, yeah, this still hits me. You found a way to, like, oh, you told a little a little story about where he is now and how he's thinking about it. And, how, and it's like, okay, yeah, that, that hits. Like, I haven't felt like, I felt, I think part of my awareness of what I know might speak to the fact that they haven't pulled me into their version of it. Sure. Yeah. Which, you know, there's still time. So we'll see. Well, I'll be excited to hear your updates, out, so, Janet, yeah. as you continue to play through and what happens there. But for now, let's talk about PlayStation picks. Picks, 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 picks. Damn, okay. For a second, I thought there was like a speaker in here because <laughs> I said yeah, there's reverb. Yeah, yeah, really me and Barrett really lined up so perfectly, and I was like, "Is, there, is that my own voice?" Um, the, your damn, drum, I sound good. <laughs> yeah, it's like, damn, Do you want me to lip sync uh, for you for the rest of the episode? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go. Uh, fuck, no, it's not gonna work. Wait, so. like when I <laughs> say that my voice, I've been died immediately. <laughs> Cracked out of the egg and smacked. Uh, the drop this week looks like this: you're getting SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake for PS5, Finally. Skull Woo! Island, Rise of Kong for PS5, PS4, Sonic Superstars for PS5, PS4, Wizard with a Gun for PS5, Mike mm. Mignola's Hellboy Web of Word for PS5, PS4, Slender the Arrival for PS5. Endless Dungeon, uh, Gangs of Sherwood, Gargoyles Remastered. Man, Gargoyle. Let me tell you, I can never say the word gargoyles right. Like it's such a difficult word for me to say. Okay. And that was one of the ones that was part of the Disney Marvel Showcase. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so like mm. I'm doing the teleprompter read, and I'm like Gargoyles Remastered, <laughs> and I'm like saying that line. Like, All right, take seventy four. Yeah, they're like <laughs> run it back, and I'm like Gargoyles Remastered. <laughs> um, so that haunts me. Hot Wheels Unleashed 2, Turbocharged for PS5, PS4, Overpass 2, The 7th Guest VR for PSVR 2, The Gap, Jackbox Party Pack 10, World of Horror, and then, of course, Marvel's Spider-Man 2 you're getting this week for PlayStation 5. Greg, do you want to talk about what you picked to play on PlayStation this week? Uh, yeah, you know, I finished my Spider-Man Platinum last week, so I've been playing Redacted, and then yesterday, or yeah, yesterday, right, you got un Redacted. Oh, so yeah. I'm playing two Redacted games right now that I can't talk about just yet. Yeah, for me, my thing is also Spider-Man 2, but then also... I see here Janice playing Baldur's Gate 3. And yeah. I also, I went back to Baldur's Gate 3 over the weekend. Ooh. I played about five more hours. Yeah. It's huge nice. for me. Janet, how are you liking it though? 
I'm loving it so far. I finally hit my first complaint of the game, which I'm not going to lie is like a me thing maybe because I was being like, can I guess what it is? Baby. Ooh, yes. Go ahead. Is I did tweet about it. Did combat. You, wait, what is it? No. Oh, okay. Then I don't know. It's the resting system. Oh, okay. I can see it. Yeah. Like, and it's like, yeah, like I know, like I just don't like, like I was talking, it's funny. This game's like so different for me for so many reasons. Um, it's outside my wheelhouse. I think for like just the games I tend to play, like it's very like, I don't know, hyper nerd mega mind D and D stuff. It's long. It's like a lot of things that I don't normally gravitate towards, but I love, um, I love a good story. I love decisions. I love talking to animals. So obviously I was in on this. <laughs> also like, you know, there's always like relationship stuff. It's very like saucy. Once you get like 80 hours in, you can just, you know, start working your way through town. Or <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the story is, but I was like, okay, fuck it. And you know, um, I like board game stuff. I am trying to get into D and D in real life by starting with, Wait, have you started a campaign in real life? No, no. Do you want to do a campaign that. with me? Um, I might be down to, cause me and Isaiah are trying to figure that out, but we are working on, God, everyone in the chat probably knows that. I've mentioned it 82 times. It's like D&D for beginners. It's like that game where it's like all made for you already. Someone will tell me in the chat, but we're playing that board game in real life. And then anyway, so I started Baldur's Gate 3. I'm, I think I'm like, I don't know. I'm probably like seven hours in, but I'm like really early because I'm taking forever with everything. I love it. The choice mechanics are like just some of the best i've ever experienced um like I, it's great the, the fucking dice roll feels amazing you can customize the die like or the dice rather because there's more die if it's just one i don't know it doesn't fucking matter right um i, I found a silly little hat put, put the hat on like i'm walking around i got my buddies i'm like being friends um it has all these cool like spells and abilities and i really get a kick out of that and i i like the combat a lot because i like that style of combat i'm playing on ps5 um kind of implied by the fact that i'm talking about it here but i <laughs> where i started um i do have i haven't tried the cross save thing with steam deck yet i did boot it up on my steam deck yesterday and it looked horrific so i don't think i'm playing on that if i'm being honest the wheels are going fine i know bless you had some wheels issues i feel like i've managed but the weird thing with this game is i played it like so late after it kind of came out after the review period so i'm kind of just playing this like in a more normie style that I don't normally do where it's like, oh, I'm just playing with everybody else. And like Isaiah's way further and I'll ask him some stuff. I'll look up a couple things here and there. Like I looked up like what class or what race or whatever the fuck I need to be to talk to animals. Cause I knew I wanted to do that. So it's a lot of me. Like if I have a question that's quick, I'll just ask him cause he'll know it. So I'm like, oh, how do I like get replenish my spells again? Cause it'd been like a few weeks since I had played. And he's like, oh, you got to do like, you do the short rest and then the long rest and the, but only the long rest costs resources. So that's the thing that annoys me. And he's like, you get so many resources, it won't matter. And I'm like, but if it doesn't matter, why do you make me pay? It's like, oh, it's only a dollar. Well, then make it free. Like, I just don't. See, that's, so, that's how I feel about Horizon anger. Zero Dawn and Fast Travel. So I understand you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my it's God. It's the exact yes. same feeling. It's all about the packs. It's always been about the packs. I will pay real money. I know it's like, people are like, oh, I love this. I will pay you real money, please. Just like, I don't know why this is in here. I, to that point, I also do wish there was maybe more nuance in um the game customization there is difficulty like a one two and three i'm like i don't need the difficulty to be lowered i just don't want to have to like pay for the thing because like i don't like when games make me face my own yes it's gloomhaven jonathan santos in the chat gloomhaven was the real life tabletop game um i don't like when games make me face my own real life problems like i'm a like a paranoid i'm scared to go broke in these fucking games like i don't want to have to use resources so that part is frustrating but yeah I i'm loving my time I'm talking to every animal I see. Um, yeah, I, this 
honestly, this might be my game of the year. I don't know yet. Oh yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Going back to this weekend was so fun because it, like I had to cut my time short with it because all these other games came out and had to yeah. review. And returning to it was like a nice reminder of, man, this game just feels way too smart for me. And I'm having <laughs> such a blast with it. You know, I, I, I hit a point where I'm still in like the beginning areas of the game after yeah. 25 hours at this point. And I, um, I run into like this witch and like it's really cool where and i'm just gonna talk about it because it's early enough like sure. you get to an area of the game and you're like oh man something's weird and then like your perception kicks in and you realize that oh this isn't a beautiful forest this is actually a swamp and then like the illusion fades away and everything's all ugly and then like this this old lady that you ran into earlier she's like the fucking she's the witch of the swamp and you run into her and she's like trying to steal this woman's baby and like i you know i like go after her and like a whole bunch of stuff happens and it's all really cool shit but i run into this obstacle where like there's a bunch of noxious gas that is like mm. polluting the air in the path that i want to go down and i'm like oh maybe i'm not i'm not high level enough all the, like i'm going through all these thoughts and I, I go away because i'm like certainly i'm not supposed to be here and i'm like well no this is the beginning area like i should be able to get past this so i go back and i try everything i can i do a, per um, a perception thing i see like that there's a vent that's like emitting the gas and i'm like okay what if i explode the gas with fire the firebolt that didn't work okay what if i send in like a like a conjure a, a mysterious um, like an imaginary hand to like pop up and go through and explore through to see if there's a lever i can pull nothing um and then i just got fed up and i just looked up a guide and the guide was like Oh, yeah, if you do a perception and you see that there's a vent, just throw something on top of the vent so that, like, it'll block the, the smoke. And I'm like, way too smart for me. Like, I, I, I would never have a million years thought of that. And I did that, and I'm like, kind of cool, though, that, like, you just have the option to, like, yeah. kind of do whatever. Like, the game yeah. is that wide open that you can, like, kind of just approach this and really problem solve if you want to. Um, there's also just, like, so much fun just stuff you can do, like, to that point in combat. Like, and obviously some of this stuff... I mean, plenty of this stuff has been done before and things, but it's like, okay, I can just throw like a sack of potatoes yeah. at somebody like, or a barrel and it'll explode. Or like, I have this, um, cause I think I'm a, I think I'm a druid. I don't know what I am. I picked it out, but I don't remember. <laughs> but I can turn into I a did. fucking giant spider. Um, and it's like, I can also turn into a cat and I have like almost no hit points, but like no one can see me or they love me or some bullshit. Like there's just so much stuff that's like fun and cool to do. Like it, I feel like the breadth and the quality is so vast and so high that I have no perception of what is really, I mean, they, they map it out for you in your fucking journal, but like what is really like a main quest and not a main quest. It's all just a fucking adventure. Yeah. It's like imperceptible to me as a player. And I think that's, and it's like, I've it, never felt that in a game ever. It is having so much fun. Like I, that's the thing that a plat really impresses me about is like, I ran after doing the whole witch thing, I ran into a guy, <clears throat> excuse me. And he's like a hunter. And I was like, oh, this guy's like Geralt from The Witcher. Like, oh, what's up? He's like, yeah, I'm like looking for, I'm hunting a thing. And I'm like, oh, are you hunting the witch? Because I was going to be like, oh, yeah, I already got the witch. You're good. And he's like, no, I'm looking for this uh, vampire. His name is Asterion. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, like, I have the option to be like, oh, man, that's crazy. Isn't it Asterion? And I'm like, of course I'm choosing that answer. And it's like, you know, you get into a fun thing and like get into combat and all that stuff. But it has such fun um, with the writing. And again, yeah, like you feel like it's the breadth of it is so wide of like the amount of options you have to do things. Like I ran by a, like a pile of boulders yesterday and Asterian's like, Oh man, I wish I was like not small enough, small enough to fit through there. And the first thought that popped in my head was like, Oh man, I wish I could turn into a rat right now. Like I wish I was a druid so I could turn into like a spider or something. And, crawl through. Yeah. and the fact that I can think that way is fucking wild. And so I'm having fun with it too. 
Oh, yeah, like I had a the last one I'll tell because we can just keep checking these back in on these because I'll keep playing it for a while or the rest of my life is like really early on, like one of the first like encampments you go to or whatever, like because they have the thing we can talk to animals. So it's like sometimes you talk to animals, they don't really have anything to say. It's like, oh, the rat doesn't speak back or something. But most of them do talk back to you. And like one was like this rat. And then he's like, oh, man, I found some like crazy shit in this room. And then you go in and I'm like, oh, I have like a lock pick. And then there's like a woman in front of the chest. And it's like all these just different like you just never know what's gonna happen and it's like so weird and specific and delightful like i talked to this bird <laughs> and he had like this pile of like jewelry and shit and he's like you think this is lined up right and like you could kick the nest and like steal the riches or whatever but i try to be a nice person so i'm like move it a little to the right and he's like of course yeah now it looks good that's it <laughs> like, oh yeah it did the same exact thing yesterday <laughs> yeah hell yeah and then or you could the fact that like to get to that lever behind that area like if you can talk to the animals you can just talk to the bear and be like hey man like what's up and like figure out what the bear wants and then he'll just walk away versus like all the other ways that you can go about it like yeah it's just it's a good game good game good game ladies and gentlemen this has been another episode of ps i love you xoxo your playstation podcast remember it posts usually each and every friday on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe however if you really care about it head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can get it ad free you can watch us record it live and you can get a bevy of bonus content no matter where you're consuming ps i love you xoxo please Consider like, subscribing, sharing, ringing the bell, giving a Twitch sub, clicking the donate. I don't know all the fucking things you can do because there's too many goddamn things to do. But most of all, no. Then until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.